Voy a hablar primero en inglés y decir algo, uh, espero que diferente en español porque no quiere repetir todo, ¿ok? Uh, dos mensajes, hay muchos mensajes en estas lecturas. Um, I'm going to try not to repeat everything in Spanish and say a little different something. Uh, but let me begin by asking a question. And I got this as a little kid. I, the gringos did. I don't know if the Filipinos and, and Latinos got the same message. And, um, and since I only see three, including myself, three gringos like <laughs> in the church today, um, what are the two words or two phrases that probably most parents teach their kids, first of all, from the earliest age. You always say these two things. Please and thank you. Oh my goodness, give her a hand. Please and thank you. Lo mismo en español, sí. Por favor y gracias. Yeah. They're magic words. They're magic words. And people may think that you need to say those to the person who has gifted you or else you offend them, you may. But that's not the reason. The reason isn't for the giver to get those thanks, it's for the receiver to give those thanks. And this is, this is so important and powerful, and Jesus gets it right away today in the Scriptures. When he cleansed these ten lepers, and by the way, to, to really appreciate the story, put yourself in the shoes of a leper. Your skin starts rotting away. Perhaps one of your fingers has already fallen off. Brother, this would happen, right? He's nurse, and there's other nurses here. It's a deterioration, a decaying of the body. Uh, noses fell off, ears fell off. And it was so highly contagious that you had to leave your family, leave your home, go live in a small community of other lepers, And, and actually, in this case, it's the Samaritan and Jews. Uh, uh, what an unlikely gathering of people, except lepers are lepers, and they're the only ones they could be around. So you lost all physical contact with the people that loved you and that you loved. They would bring food and leave it on the road and then run so that the lepers could come out of wherever they were staying to get the food and eat. But there was no contact. So here these ten lepers, we don't know how long they've been lepers. They have been suffering this awful disease, cut off now from family and all their social contacts, living sadly. And they hear Jesus come along and they start shouting out, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Their only hope. And undoubtedly they had heard of other people being healed And they put all their hope in this one phrase, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And then Jesus does this remarkable thing. And it only happens a couple times. You remember in the scriptures when uh, the centurion says, my uh, son or my daughter or my servant, whoever, there's, there's a couple different stories like this, is, is very sick, very, is dying. Can you, can you heal them? Can you help them? And he says, I will go. And they said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only say the word and I shall be healed. That's what we say before communion. And then Jesus gives a long-distance uh, healing. So um, he just says the words, says they will get better. And when the centurion goes home, he says, when did this happen? They said, at, say, 3 o'clock. And that was the very hour that he asked for it. A long-distance healing. 
It reminds me when uh, I'm sprinkling people with holy water and they get all excited or upset because they want the drops of water to actually fall on them. I said, this is long distance, okay? This goes down two blocks, whatever. I send one down to division, okay? You'll have to be right there. So, in this story, it's not a long distance healing, but it's different, and I think it's the only one. He says, go show yourselves to the priest. When should Jesus have said that? He says it right away. When should he have said it? After they were healed. Because in the Bible, uh, whenever somebody was healed, they may be healed, but the priest had to proclaim them healed. Priests had a lot of power. And um, when the priest said, you know, now they are healed, that became the social recognition verified by the priests of the community that the person was indeed healed. But he sent them away without them being healed. They were healed on the way, on their journey back. And I assume they all realized it. Uh, but only one came back to say thank you. Now, Jesus asked a question, makes a statement and asks a question. Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Do you think Jesus was offended that they didn't thank him? Anybody brave enough to answer? No. Jesus wasn't that petty. Jesus didn't need thanks, but he knew that they needed to give thanks. Because how do you get your life back? How do you as a leper with your body rotting away and you're completely cut off from your family and all the friends and all the people that you love and you're, you're going to die alone or in this small community of other lepers, miserable. You get it all back. And you're not grateful? What's the matter with you? Don't you know the magic words? You don't know gratitude? And gratitude, in some ways, is even more than the blessing of the healing. And what if we go through life without gratitude? And Jesus knew this. What if we go through life without gratitude? Now, who is a young person here who is really good at using their phone and can look up some information real fast to me? Come on, somebody. I want you to go ask S-I-R-I. Can't say it or else it'll turn on everybody's phones here. Go ask S-I-R-I, and I'll use me as a guinea pig. I'm 73 years old and some months, but I'll forget the months. How many times does my, has my heart beated in 73 years? Come on, somebody, come up with that answer. Please, someone, please. I'm using the magic word, please. How many times? Oh, my God, you're so slow. S-I-R-I <laughs> -I is much faster than you. Hmm, no answer? No answer. Is anybody looking it up? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Siri. 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 How many times has my heart beat in 73 years? Oh, she said it can't help me with that. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> How many is it? 
two million or billion? Two billion times. Two billion times. And I would ask me and ask you, how many times have I said thank you for my heartbeats? After two billion times in my life. And I'm not trying to be dramatic, but to say, do we know the miracle? This, this little organ pumping blood through my system and taking oxygen from the air and, and putting it into my blood so that it can nourish all of my body and keep me alive. And here I am at 73 and some months years old, ah, still at it. Wow. And so Jesus says, Perry, and you can put all your own names in there too, are you grateful? Have you said thank you? Do you feel gratitude every day? But there's something more. It's not just to be proper or to know the magic words, but to live in gratitude is what I think Jesus wants for us, to live in gratitude. And I'll say this, when we live in gratitude, we're grateful for the littlest of things. Don't we talk about smelling the coffee and smelling the rose? When we live in gratitude, anxiety goes. It goes. We're relieved. We're, we're filled with peace. And I think Jesus knew that. And today he offers to us the gift, the gift of being a grateful people. And I will repeat this one thing, but it's true. What kind of a community do we call ourselves as Roman Catholics? We are a what community? Eucharistic. And the Greek word means thankfulness. We gather to be grateful together. We gather to thank God for his word, to thank God for his son, for the Eucharist, for this, for that. We gather just to be grateful. And ain't that enough? And I know it's bad English, but ain't that enough? I think so. Now, quiero decir alguna palabra en español y quiero la asistencia del prefacio de la misa es por durante la semana y es el número cuatro, un favorito de mí, que dice eso. Después el Señor se con ustedes, levantemos el corazón, demos gracias al Señor nuestro Dios. En verdad, es justo y necesario, es nuestro deber y salvación darte gracias siempre, darte gracias siempre y en todo lugar. Hmm. Señor Padre Santo, Dios Todopoderoso, Eterno. Pues, aunque no necesitas de nuestra alabanza, es don tuyo que seamos agradecidos. Y aunque nuestras bendiciones no aumenten tu gloria, nos aprovechan para nuestra salvación por Cristo Señor nuestro. Entonces, simplemente dando gracias a Dios, no hace nada a Él, Él no recibe, Él no tiene alegría porque estamos cantando o diciendo gracias, pero ayuda a nosotros, nuestros mismos. Y nosotros somos bendecidos simplemente porque vivimos en gratitud y más que podemos anunciar eso. Y un favorito de los místicos en mi vida es uh, un alemán, es accidental que es alemán, pero es Meister Eckhart. 
y yo digo eso siempre, él dijo, si la única cosa que dice a Dios en toda su vida es eso, gracias, es suficiente. Porque viviendo en gratitud es, es un don tremendo. Y cambia nuestras vidas y ponen una paz uh, y la gloria de Dios en nuestras vidas. Entonces, en este día de gracias, estamos celebrando un día nacional uh, y en una forma que triste que tenemos un día de gratitud en los Estados Unidos. Pero en realidad debemos tener gratitud cada día y especialmente esta congregación después del pandémico. Híjole, viviendo después más que un millón de personas en los Estados Unidos ya murieron y en todo el mundo, no sé, pero muchos. Y estamos viviendo. Qué tremendo, qué tremendo. Entonces, qué bonito um, el otro lado es que en este un día toda nación pueden unirse en gratitud. Más que 230 millones de personas uniendo este día en gratitud. Entonces, yo creo que por un instante este día, por un instante, este mundo está lleno, lleno de gratitud. Y yo creo que Dios probablemente, si puede, tiene una gran sonrisa. No porque Él está sintiendo bien, diciendo, ay, finalmente ellos está diciendo gracias. Pero está diciendo, ay, mira mi gente. Mira la gente que está lleno de gratitud. Qué bendecidos.